Sail Talk, brought to you by Sycamore Sailing from the London Boat Show. Choosing the right sails at the right price and in the right materials is becoming ever more complicated. To help me, I sought out an expert, Matt Atkins of Kemp Sails, one of the UK's premier lofts and one of the few that still actually make their sails in the UK. I'm Matt Atkins from Kemp Sales and um, we're sailmakers based in Wareham, in, uh, just near Pool in Dorset and uh, we make sails, uh, we design our own sails, we make them in our own loft, uh, we employ about 23, 24 staff and we make sails for everything mainly from sort of yachts of 20-ish feet right up to um, super yachts. Um, and we really specialise in um, performance, um, cruising and, um, and sort of club racing and regatta racing sales. So we can offer everything as a product offering from um, entry-level Dacrons right up to the most high-tech sales um, that are available. Well, I'm, I'm here with Matt at the London Boat Show and I'm looking for a new suit of sales for my, uh, my cruiser. But we do a bit of racing. So Matt, what, what would you suggest... Uh, you'd, you'd recommend for me and uh, my 26-foot cruiser for a bit of club racing, a bit of regatta work, and then a lot of cruising. Okay, well, there's um, there are a number of products on the market, so there are uh, lots of different ways to, to, to skin the cat, so to speak. Um, really, the... Um, the decision is, is going to be how much of a trade-off um, and a compromise you're willing to make between performance and durability. Um, and it depends how seriously you take the club racing and how much money you want to spend ultimately. Um, there's a, a fair amount of middle ground between uh, you know, the, the absolute cheapest entry-level Dacrons, uh, which you could race with and some people do, and enjoy their time racing. Um, I'm not so concerned about the, uh, you know, the performance of their sales in terms of um, the contribution to, the, to their racing success. And then you've got the other end of the spectrum. So in the middle ground, you've got good quality um, Dacrons. We um, tend to offer something like the Dimension Polyamp uh, fabrics, the square materials. They come in a range of finishes, so um, they are, some are harder tempered and more rigid, um, but ultimately they've got durability as you'd expect from woven polyester material. So that could be um, you know, ten, ten years worth of you know normal sailing use. So that'd be suitable um, for my mainsail, probably. Very much so. Yeah, uh, that sort of product is very good, and it's also very good if you're in a in a class that doesn't allow laminate sails. Uh, laminate sails are always going to be more efficient than any sort of a woven-based fabric, purely because when you weave uh, the warp fibres, they're the ones that run the length of the, the roller cloth, um, go up and down over and under the fill fibres, um, and of course that means that they've got what's called crimp, and if you try and pull any Anything straight that's got um, crimp in it, it will tend to move a little bit before um, it takes up the, the full strain. So that's the reason that woven fabrics um, have a drawback over laminates and that laminates will always beat them, whether the fibre type is polyester or, or anything, it's always going to be stronger. So for me, coming from a dinghy racing background initially and obviously a bit of a keen racer, from a head sail, what would you suggest? For a head sail, if you can um, handle looking after a laminate and are prepared to look after it, just a little bit more than a woven um, sail then it will give a lot more performance um, and um, these days it needn't be an awful lot more expensive um, because um, you can get cross-cuttable laminates again like the sort of flex system, uh, Diax 2 system, uh, Contenders Max system, they're all designed for cross-cutting sails so um, you can have a cross-cut laminate sail whereas they used to have to be tri-radial it gives us a lot more efficiency from a manufacturing point of view, uh, it's much quicker you can get just as good a shape but you get um, much more value for money. So sounds interesting. Yeah, it's a good option. Put on it to, to prolong the life. Yeah, the, the, 
uh, for instance, both of the, all the systems that I mentioned are available as what we call a film-on-film -film, um, option. So film-on-film -film or a laminate is, is very much like a sandwich. If you imagine that the film is a, um, is a, a mylar, um, it's the bread in the sandwich, if you like, you can choose a different type of filling. So you can either put Pentex or Aramid or whatever. You can also put a jacket on it, which is what we call a taffeta. The taffeta goes outside of the film on either side. And the film is really it's extruded polyester so if you bend it enough times it will just break and it starts to form a hole if you put the tafter on the outside it makes the sail a lot more handleable it means you could part furl it up and still use it which would make it you know a sail one sail work in a, a racing inventory and to do cover several jobs um, and it would also give the sail a lot more longevity so um, it's much more acceptable for cruiser racing so having a tafter on is a good idea Paul. and your sails are all made in the UK yeah we design all the sails ourselves. Um, uh, and we make them all, uh, we have an automated robotic cutter, so we use um, the latest cell design software, which outputs to a nest file, um, so we can uh, make all the panels fit together very nicely and get the best usage for the cloth. Then we cut them on a robotic cutter, so we can ensure replication of the same design shapes um, and replicate the sail shape that we were designing in the computer very accurately. And then we make them ourselves, so we've got ultimate control over the manufacturing process. Um, we've looked at outsourcing to other countries but that brings uh, some serious drawbacks because sales are such complicated items there are so many ways you can get them wrong you know all the masts are uh, different particularly on on boats uh, you know things like westerlies and contessas and uh, even moody's things like that very often the rigs have been changed booms have been changed different furling gears have been replaced so you can't really call anything standard anymore if you rely on somebody making the same thing that they made all the time it's only literally a matter of time uh, probably sooner rather than later before you run into a problem where something doesn't fit and obviously we feel that the way to go is to continue to support our customer base from the UK and uh, you know we're very proud of being able to do that also I suppose in the current currency situation your at least your prices are fixed in pounds rather than some other weird foreign currency as some of these uh, other so-called UK manufacturers are yes that's right uh, I think um, we try and buy from uh, UK sources, although a lot of the time the materials are coming in from abroad, so they're obviously the, the, the raw materials are subject to some currency fluctuation. But at the moment, it makes us um, look quite good from the export point of view, and um, you know we're hoping that that will uh, give us a competitive edge as well as you know a service and a peace of mind that customers you know won't necessarily get from people that are buying in from abroad. That's great. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for your help. Thank you, Paul. That concludes this issue of Sail Talk, brought to you from the London Boat Show by Sycamore Sailing.